let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Our podcast. And listening on the radio, you are, but listening in person, you could be doing because it's official. It's super duper official now. The CJ no. Morgan Spectacular. What? Happening this Friday at the Domain Rock Rose Kung Fu Saloon. We're going to be live in Human. We're going to be talking on the radio, and you can say, Hi, I yeah. like you. On top of that, we're going to have some kick ass prizes to give out. Uh, if you make a donation to charity, you get a drop the punishment plinko. Ooh. And wherever it lands goes to that charity. And there will be an association. Prize Legos, swords, signed posters, concert tickets, and even possibly a chance. Everyone who donates will be in the running to win tickets to Mercedes. Uh, they're doing a tour right now, doing two stops at Jerry World in Dallas Friday and a Sunday, where they're gonna have a different opener every every night. They're gonna have different set lists every night because they have such a massive catalog. Sure. So we got those tickets. We're gonna make it a big thing to give away in the name of charity. And then we're gonna be giving those away here on the show. Yes. My question for you, Spencer, tell me is should I stop being lazy and come up with some clever game to play? <sighs> that usually means you're going to require me to do it, so no. No, 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 no. Your games um, are way too complicated and frustrating. They take hours. Um, I actually think that, yeah, let's do a fun little trivia thing or a, uh, something fun, yeah. Uh, Why not? Something involving sound effects <gasps> is what you're saying, Our, what you're uh-huh. hitting at me. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, anyhow, TBD on all that. But the main point of this is to mark your calendars and hang out with us. Uh, yeah. We're even going to get Emily and Matt to come by and be a part of the gang yeah. and talk on the radio and do things. Uh, and I'm told that you have like six or seven new songs to debut for us. Absolutely not. Uh, all about my dogs, Absolutely President P, about my fiance. not. I did work on some this weekend, though. Oh, man, I was, we will I'm, see if I have them ready. You don't have to. If not, we'll save it for next year and make That's another right. big That's right. grand explosion. But mark your calendars, 4 to 7 Friday, the C.J. Morgan Spectacular. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Emily was like, well, what's a, she, before you were here, she was like, well, what's the name? What's the, I was like, I, she's like, do we have graphics for this? And I was like, well, no, because my plan was to do something very simple, an end of the year happy hour. Yeah. Matt brought up using Punishment Plinko for donations. Like, we'll just do that, call it a live broadcast. And oh. now everyone's like, well, what's happening? What's going on? I was like, I don't know. I oh, thought man. sales and promotions were handling this. I was just going to show up and make jokes yeah. and talk on the radio. So now. <sighs> no, we don't have a banner or anything post or anything cool like that? No, no, but we have the name Spectacular and Metallica tickets, <gasps> both of which are going to incorporate sounds that I found on South Park, so uh, oh, the God. name and the concert tickets oh, are God. only happening because I found sound effects. Okay. That's that's basically, I've, I've taken the Nick Hodgda rule of radio and found a sound effect, and I'm now making a bit, <laughs> not, not, in a, not a bit, but an event. I'm worried. Based around a sound effect. <laughs> I'm worried, man. That AI trend just scares me. I'm just so genuinely scared. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. On the radio. Scary indeed. 
it's Emily. It's social cues where we talk about internet things on the radio. And it's everywhere on Facebook. Can you explain what it is first before we go into this another dumb app? <laughs> yes. Um, well, the internet is scary. Computers are about to take over our lives. And so what you can do is you can send in, I think you just send in like a group of pictures of yourself to this AI. I believe 10 total. Yes. And then uh, you pay five bucks or something and then it comes back and it draws a bunch of, the computer draws a bunch of AI photos of you. So photos that are supposed to look like you based on what the computer has picked very, up. It's it's unlike the other ones we've kind of played with before that look really dumb. These are very... These are like artistic. Artsy, very e-girl. Yes. Very like... Like um, it draws you to look like a like realistic an elf cartoon, or like a, like a cyborg or whatever. And it's called Linza and everyone's doing it. And I have a idea I was going to do yesterday but have yet to. But first, why are you scared of this I'm new dumb trend? Okay, come on. Everybody, nobody's being skeptical skeptical about this, which I think is Nor weird. Nor are they ever with the old with the aging app. All this does, it's harvesting yes, your data, it, or at the very bare minimum, it's just selling info to advertisers. But, but that's the thing is, I know I give up everything about myself willingly. I, <laughs> um, I'm very easy on the internet. I will say, I'll admit, but. I'm not going to give up a bunch of pictures and pay them $5. That's the thing that makes me feel a little funky about it. Because what is the ownership with that? Yeah, I'm like, why are they getting $5? It's just a program. It's not an artist that's creating it or whatever. And and I've read some articles about how um, this AI software potentially is stealing kind of sort of art from artists online to use as references to make these photos? It, it absolutely could and probably is. And that's that's another one of the big problems. And I have seen a lot of, you know, friends that do this exact sort of fantasy art mm-hmm. and they're very good at it. Um either literally commissioned to do Lisa's yeah. uh, medieval photo or, you know, graphic designers that do this kind of stuff and they're like, this is crap. Like people shouldn't do this. You should pay an artist if you want this thing. And I'm and, and I feel sympathetic, but then yeah. I'm kind of like, "Hey, it's kind of cool. Welcome to what truck my mi- truckers, miners, uh, packaging. Like, welcome to what everyone else in working class America is dealing with. We're all getting computerized. Robots stealing their jobs. <laughs> they do their jobs. It's true. It's true. And some of them look really cool. Uh, my favorite is I have a lot of friends that are cosplayers. You know, that have been uploading photos of themselves. And um, for some reason, a lot of the women that upload photos those AIs give you some huge mommy milkers dude I have a huge. friend that did one and she made a joke out of one of them and she goes lol why is my boob out yeah yeah and they just like popped her boob out yeah, for her the AI is is very horny I will say it, it gives anybody big boobs robots yeah yes all of these robots well, that also makes me think that it is stealing from uh already Existing art because yeah. when you see this sort of stuff, it's like whose boob is it, that? It always, it, well, it is always very like uh, almost kind of horny with this sort of thing. Yeah. So maybe that's that's proof right there is just because because yeah. the, the boob aspect. I mean, literally, she was she was like, "Lol, why is my boob out?" No, and, it, and it wasn't even like the same to what she sent in, but they uh, just wanted to throw that one in there to quote Dave Chappelle. Damn, that's a t- <laughs> From half baked. Yes. Um, anyhow, it is. Uh, but I'm not doing it. Are you planning on doing it? You see, this yes. seems so totally up your alley. Well, it is because I like to do these things, but with my own twist. And uh, I was trying to explain this to my fiance yesterday because I need her to take photos. 
The only problem is, is I don't know if it'll work because it's more just like headshot mm. and like a small part of upper torso. But you want a uh, full body. Not necessarily full body, breast. but my whole thing is I was going to be on the toilet. I was going to take uh, 10 different toilet photos at like two work toilets and the two toilets at my house. Mm-hmm. And it was just going to be me looking rough sitting on the toilet <laughs> and then uploading them and publishing but if you can't see the toilet if it's not clear I'm in the bathroom yeah which I don't think that'll just look terrible well which I don't that's still funny to me but the whole gimmick is me being on the pot I don't know yeah. if I shouldn't said this on air someone's gonna steal uh, no one listens but, yeah you know, maybe they, I'm gonna they're do- not gonna they're gonna not gonna pay five dollars to do this don't I'm worry, at least CJ. gonna try it mm-hmm. I'm at least going to give it a try and thank God I have a girlfriend now instead of making my old roommates um, rest in peace Zach He's not dead. He just moved. Oh, okay. um, but I, I used to have him take weird pictures of me all the time. For, I did one like where it? during the Pokemon Go trend, mm-hmm. I did a, I, I essentially did a whole photo shoot where I was like having a cocaine fueled orgy with the Pokemon. <laughs> so I'd be in different, situ- yeah, I would be in different situations around my house and. Uh, with the Pokemon, and my favorite was it was all of us, and they were like in an orgy, and I was sitting uh, nude in a chair with a big tray and yeah, a coke spoon. Of, of course, and then, of uh, course. Uh, who are the Who are the two bad guys? Um, the twins, the, the Jesse and and y- y- James. Yeah, they were sitting. They were outside the window, all sad. Oh, it, it was a good uh, point in the being, background. Uh, internet, it's dumb. The internet is dumb, and people will pay five dollars for anything. It seems. Attention deficit. Hyperactivity Disorder. Matt Beard's here for the parent pickup, and yes, ADHDDDD. We all got it. Yeah. Everyone. I, I know that a lot of us, especially in this industry, a lot of people who end up in some kind of performance stuff or whatever, entertainment, we're all, you know, goofy loops. We couldn't pay attention in class. Yeah. High some, fructose corn syrup. That's probably what it is. Uh, have you noticed this thing? Uh, by the way, it's parent pickup. Uh, I try to find things that help out parents out there that are in the pickup line that might be interesting to you, but also interesting to everybody. And I think this is one of them. Have you ever noticed that pretty much every article about ADHD says, hey, in order to help yourself with your ADHD, get organized? <laughs> but if I had the ability to get yeah. organized, then my ADHD wouldn't actually be right. a problem. It doesn't yes. make sense. It's also I've talked about this before. My organization then becomes a project within itself to where I organize the organizing and it becomes a very detailed, stressful thing that turns into way too much work. Uh, and I actually don't get my point is I don't get anything done because I I become focused on the organizing aspect and the systems that I'm building rather than I do how these systems are going to help me in my day-to-day life. Instead of just picking one system, I think you'll do like I do. I will research every possible getting things done method that there is out there. And then all of the apps that you might use to help yourself with that. Then I'm like, oh, really all it becomes is, hey, how many different colors of highlighters am I going to buy for whatever weird notebook I'm filling out? Which I need this bracket hung up and these type of screws. And and then like a week later, I'll be like, oh, I found a better one. So I'll take it down. And it just, yeah. Point being, even as we're distracting from this topic, it's hard to focus. Yeah. Has anything ever actually helped you? Um, Maybe those just, rare moments where you're really getting into something fun you're doing, and then like suddenly an hour's passed, but you've felt like five minutes. Those few rare moments where you're so able to focus in the flow. So no, 
No, I, those, I would, those randomly happen. In other words, I can't <laughs> conjure those up normally. So same, no. but I, I, I will say mine. I get obsessive, and it becomes an hours long project. And once I'll move on from one thing to another. Like if you go into my my recent one, I was doing something else. And stopped what I was working on and completely reorganized the laundry room, which is also our utility room where where all the tools, extra things are. And I completely organized and redid that, which now helps me when I know exactly where to put something or need. Um, it's it's a lot. The only two hints that I've seen that have been helpful, and the first one I don't think is going to help kids, is... Uh, Sobriety. You know, when I was in college, partying all the time, even as an adult now, you know, especially after like a long holiday weekend, I'll notice that my brain will be your body chemistry. Oh yeah, all yeah, yeah. because I'm going to barbecues here and parties here, and then let's go out to dinner here, and it, it really kind of, especially these uh, two COVID years where everyone was just like, hey, no rules, we can yeah. do whatever we want to. Wine for breakfast. But Woo. I think really though, that actually really settles down to this one that I think affects parenting and kids and all that, and it is just consistent sleep. And that seems to be the number one driver for me. And even my kids, my daughter's 12, I'll notice a half hour difference for her. If she does not get bed to bed by the time that I'm telling her, when I know that she does well, yeah. it will, she'll, she's a rat the next day. Man, absolutely. It, like, I got barely got any sleep last night because of uh, anxiety, things like that, waking up you know, early in the morning to uh, fill in on another show. Uh, and I felt scatterbrain all all day. Um, it's bizarre. It's it feel like I can't focus on yeah. one thing for too long, or things don't you know connect quickly enough. You know, so I almost think that but. the ADHD help industry exists for people to write the same article over and over again and get paid. You know, people who don't have ADHD and can get something written in an afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. But my takeaway, and I guess the big thing that I think helps all of us, is uh, that sleep pattern. Getting that sleep, I think it's the one thing we can control. It yeah. is kind of the one quick fix. And here's a great thing. When you're sleeping, it's harder to get distracted. That's right. Making your drive home a little weirder. CJ Morgan. On 101X. You don't celebrate Christmas or you do, but you don't want to cook and have people over. Where to get a fancy dinner on the 25th? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! It's time to make your reservations for Christmas now if you have yet to do so it's very important because uh these places might fill up i found via eater austin some fancy nice restaurants you can go eat now uh, obviously a lot of us don't uh celebrate christmas as a matter of fact uh, a lot of my friends in the jewish community have scoped out and found some of the best restaurants specifically andy langer who works here with ah, us yes yes but he's secretive about it he won't a, tell you what a punk man come on share the love uh good thing i have this list and then afterwards <laughs> i'll tell you one of my favorite places loca de oro an italian restaurant is serving up a traditional italian feast of the seven fishes and the seven fishes are tilapia Tilapia, whitefish. To- no, I'm just kidding. It's actually going to be nice and fancy. It's a uh, hundred dollars per meal, and they're doing it Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And again, you can go to Eater Austin to find the link to book reservations there. Lynn Asian Bar and Dim Sum. 
They have delicious mm. dumplings and more. The Clarksville Chinese restaurant will be open during the daytime and evening hours for Christmas. So make sure to check that out. Uh, a Jewish Chinese ooh Christmas Eve dinner sounds delicious. Old Thousand is going to be teaming up with uh, El Pasoan Jewish restaurant Jewboy Burgers for a very special dinner uh. with cultural dishes. Uh, reservations available by calling Old Thousand. One of my favorite places, Wu Chow, Yum. named after the Wu Tang mm, Clan because yes. owner C.K. Chen, literally a friend of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> it's like the, he's like the cool, cool student in Austin. He knows everyone. Uh, downtown Chinese restaurant Wu Chow open on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, serving their specialties, like I mentioned earlier, the delicious soup dumplings. I tried to get those to go once. Don't do that. Soup dumplings best served. Ups. Right. Absolutely. Right away. Right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nearby Trace, the hotel right outside the W, serving a Christmas Day menu. Details on its way. $80 per person reserve now. Uh, and then a few other places that I've never heard of um, doing some stuff. The Italians, or It's Italian Cucino, is also doing a feast of the Seven Fishes Christmas Eve. It's another fixed menu with guess what? Seven courses from blue crab ravioli to squid mm. ink risotto. Whoa. Sounds delicious. Uh, $95 per person, $125 with wine pairings. Again, you need to make reservations online. And my favorite place to go, uh, Christmas dinner uh, nearby, just a good place to go, uh, Din Home Barbecue, right off okay. uh, yes. 183, the Olin exit area. That, in fact, that entire area, Julie's Noodles is there. That's where um, uh, uh, Ramen Tatsuya is there's a lot of good places there's some good joints there yeah. really really good Absolutely. joints but uh, Dinho Barbecue a traditionally usually I haven't checked yet but they are usually open for Christmas for uh, dine-in takeout but they will be packed so there you go if you don't want to cook at home if you just don't vibe with the Christmas stuff or if you're like I used to be in alone because you had to work in radio and couldn't <laughs> go home because you had to be on air or do yeah. a stupid event oh. Chinese Din or Denho Barbecue, great Chinese place to, to try it out. So find more, eateraustin.com. Here we go. Here we are. Time to settle last week's sports bets, which were all involving the conference championships. Uh, man, some big shakeups happening. Uh, the top four for college football playoffs have been announced, and uh, only one dropped off. Only uh, TCU, or I'm sorry, TCU actually made it, right? They did. Uh, after losing to Kansas State. Um, but damn, what a fun, uh, what a fun week it was. Um, it really was kind of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I bitch a lot about conference championships being uh, a, an unnecessary hurdle for a lot of teams who are in the top four for college football playoff contention to get through. Uh, but you know what? It was, uh, it was still a fun, fun week. So I haven't graded these yet. So let's do it on the fly, starting with the Big Twelve. Uh, Matt chose Kansas State plus 2.5 against TCU, and Kansas State did win that one, did give TCU their first loss of the year, but TCU still in the college football playoffs, so that will be a point for CJ. Wait, wait, why is it a point for CJ? Uh, because you picked TCU. I thought you just said that I chose Kansas State. You picked TCU. Did you? It, God damn it, it's circled. Okay, that's, okay, don't, that's you point. Yell, if, you don't have to yell. You don't have to yell. I'm sorry. If you I just said that I, and I was just like, are you pulling a fast one on me? No, oh. no fast ones oh. here. Did you see him just go full dad and say he's going to pull this whole show over and I beat will. Me? Give you some. I won't I give did. you some spankings, but I'll at least replay the audio I'll if I misspeak. Give me something to really cry about. Oh, oh man. Damn. Are 
you sure you won't? Hey, we please uh, tweet at CJ right now to let him know that he said that I chose Kansas All right, here, State. Here's a better one. Matt wins everything. Yay! Yay. He's grumpy today. He doesn't want to make anything fun. He just wants to win. Which you did when you picked Utah, a plus 2.5 uh, underdog versus uh, USC. USC did not win. The Utah, uh, the Utah Utes, who we thought if they lost, they would be playing Texas in the... Damn, not even the Holiday Bowl. We're in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, you fall pretty against far. Against Washington. Yeah. No, uh, they, the worst thing that could happen really was Kansas State winning that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah for for everything. football. Uh, I don't care about any of that anymore, though, because uh, as a homer, uh, I'm really enjoying watching Texas basketball be great, and I've just decided to lean yes. into that and stop caring about anything yes. else. Yes, and uh, I, yeah, I heard you talking about Texas basketball when they beat Creighton the other day. You said this was the first time Texas basketball has beat a ranked opponent in in a long time. No, as a as a as a top, yeah, it's the yeah. first time we've beat when we were ranked in like a number one or number yeah, two. Yeah, that we've beat another ranked opponent, and it was like since it's been like ten years, which is in- incredible. And this team's. It's not like they have one outlying superstar. No, Everyone it's a on good, that team's good, pretty solid damn team. good. And earlier in the year, they beat. Uh, Gonzaga, right? Who is also yeah. at the time ranked. They were so. ranked number two at the time. So go um, Texas. It's too early to get excited because I've seen too many. It hasn't been, speaking of old times, and we're derailing here, but I don't remember a Texas basketball team fulfilling its, what it could potentially do. And we've had Aldridge, we've had Kevin Durant and more. TJ Ford years was the last time this team was good. And they Stop made being the negative and let's go on to the rest okay. of the scores. Uh, Purdue against Michigan. You chose Michigan minus 17. So we're going to have to do some uh, math on the fly. Uh, Michigan definitely won by 17. They definitely did. So you get that point, right? Yes, you do. They they covered it uh, 43 to 22. Um UNC versus Clemson, 7.5. You also it, chose Also, if you go back, you'll Clemson. hear me say, I think that uh, Michigan was going to win by three scores, 21 points, and I think they won by 21 points. That was a really good call on that one. Oh, wow. College football, you know it. Yeah, uh, I chose Clemson, didn't I? Yeah, This is so this is another stupid win for Matt. Yeah, another and then go ahead, let's go ahead. Let's read the last one. What was the last uh, one? LSU and Georgia, you, pit, you took LSU in the 17 points, and I think it was 30 to 50. Yeah, I, I did not so get that one. So you didn't win that one, but overall you win, and now <laughs> I'm Plinko in again. Matt gotta say, one thing. this Man. massive run I've had has been so much fun, and now I'm understanding uh-huh. why for that 52 straight weeks that I lost or whatever, you, I understand you why, I we, understand why you wanted to keep playing this because when you are winning it's it fun. turns out this is fun here's the deal though this is an unprecedented win streak because it's you would go like 10 in a row i would go 10 in, it was always back and forth but this time you're just beating me you're just it's not even fun anymore let's go drop some plinko chips all right first in the name of honesty and correction as uh the sports bet is one to go I did misspeak, but I didn't try to screw you over, Matt. Here's uh, here's the start of the controversy. A point for CJ. Wait, wait, why is it a point for CJ? Uh, because you picked TCU. I thought you just said that I chose Kansas State. You picked TCU. And now what I actually said, again, I didn't try to screw you. I just misspoke. You are correct, Matt. Uh, Matt chose Kansas State plus 2.5 against TCU. And Kansas State did win that one, did give TCU their first loss of the year, but TCU is still in the college football playoffs, so that will be a point for CJ. Wait, wait, why is it a point for CJ? Uh, because you picked TCU. I thought you just said that I chose Kansas State. All right, uh, we have some punishment, Plinko. I still haven't taped 
the punishments to the Plinko board. So just know that they're one through eight in coordinating, blah, 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 blah. As long uh, as we're talking about punishment Plinko, can I mention that this Friday... Live punishment. Live punishment at Kung Fu Saloon in the domain... Uh, there's going to be the C.J. Morgan Show live. Yes. C.J., you and Spenny will be there all afternoon. Emily and I will be dropping in. And people will be able to drop Plinko chips on the, not A, the Punishment Plinko board will be taken there. And we will be allowing you to make contributions to charity in exchange for Plinko chips that you can drop on the very own Plinko board. Here we go with Mr. C.J. Morgan. You let me know exactly where we're going to go. We're looking at Lego, Walk, Toe Gum, Back Bumps. I hear the click in the background, which means it's been dropped. Number two, Toe Gum. Oh, if you don't know what Toe Gum is, ladies and gentlemen, that's where Mr. C.J. Morgan is going to cut off his very own toenail, not the whole thing, just the tippy part, and then he's going to chew it like a piece of gum. Yes. And I'm going to do that live uh, this Friday. So I actually have two punishments. That's right. I was going to say, you, uh, someone the chili the, bowl. you got the chili bowl so one, but that, your hair's not long enough. So what we decided is uh, back in the day as a kid when uh, Vanilla Ice and MC <laughs> Hammer were popular, I had uh, I had lightning bolts shaved in my head. Yeah, now baby. as an adult, Matt is going to shave a lightning bolt into my head uh, live, and then I'm going to... I'm going to clip my toenails, all of them, not just one, and and chew those in front of humans so they can see we really do these punishments. And here's the thing. At first, right when you read that, Matt, I was like, oh, I don't have anything because I I cleaned up my feet. And and then I realized, oh, wait, I played in that uh, Austin FC media cup and my cleats Uh. were too small. So my toenails are gnarly and mashed up and I can't get in there to clean them out. So this is going to be... This is going to be a silly, disgusting chewing. There we go. We watched Wednesday, and it's fun. Plus, other things we're watching. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. It's the Nerd Report. And yeah, Emily and I both talked about this last couple weeks. We're watching Wednesday. Plus, I've watched a few other things because it's the perfect weather to cuddle up on your couch. Oh, yeah. And just watch crap. Uh, We'll get into a few of the other things. But let's start with Wednesday uh, that I find adorable. Uh, And the, the... the actress, she is the best part of that show. Yes, yeah. um, yes. Because I will say a little bit of my criticism is don't hate me, but uh, I, I, it's very much one of those CW teen dramas. Oh, yeah, it's basically Riverdale, and it's yeah. yeah, and it's very hard to break away from that. But I, I do like uh, Sabrina and Riverdale. Um, they're dumb, but they have roped me in. I okay. like Sabrina a lot because I, I like it because it's darker than Riverdale. Riverdale is just stupid. Also, I all of them are stupid. I read the Archie comics, and oh, so yeah. I can't get into it because it makes me upset. But yeah, like, I do <laughs> love Wednesday, and you're right, Jenna Ortega. That's a uh, who plays Wednesday? Mm-hmm. She, she does an incredible job. Not just, actually, I will say not just her. The acting itself um, from everyone in that show has has made it stand apart. And there's some bad stuff, some bad words. It's a little more gruesome <gasps> than a CW yes. show. And there's some like bodies. 
and death. Wow. Like, it's not... My friend asked me, she was like... It's different oh. than the Adams Family, and, it, yeah. and I didn't think that, but it's her own story mm-hmm. uh, going away to, like, a not a boarding school, but essentially sort something like similar. School, yeah, prep school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, it's, it's if there's any kids. parents for in the car, kids. it's basically, like, Monster High, if anybody knows yeah. what that is. It's, yeah, where it's just, guys, like, a bunch of monsters that live in, like, a like a high school boarding school. Or a Foster's Imaginary School for Friends or Aww, something like that. Oh, kind of. School yeah, for that's, that's whatever more, it was called. Yeah. Man, y'all have nerd reported way too far We've nerd out. reported yeah, the nerd, nerd report, huh? Nerds gushing. Um, um, no, have you guys finished this, the series so yet? I, I'm not done yet. Okay, I was curious. No, so but far I know what done. happens, of course. Oh, my God. But I'm you've got halfway done. through, maybe, or just a few yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, we only have a few episodes left. Cool. I think I there's only eight episodes Also, I did figure it out, so that's why I had to look up to show that I knew what I was Well, can't you just like wait until the end? No, because it was like three in the morning, and we had to force ourselves to stop watching because we kept getting involved and then I just wanted to read to know more. <laughs> it's basically it, Nancy but Drew but dark because yeah. she just kind of goes, she's trying to solve a mystery for those of you that haven't seen Samoides. it. Yeah. I love her roommate. Her, her yep, roommate, yep. the wolf roommate, because she basically what happens is she goes and she has to share a room with this girl who is a werewolf or trying to become a werewolf. Mm-hmm. But she's um, very colorful and sparkly. Like her claws are different yeah. colors, and she loves yeah. yeah she loves sparkles and color and cool. dresses and happy and and I like that if this was any other show they would take a character like her make him nemesis and make them nemesis, but. Wednesday actually likes her. They get mm-hmm. along and they be, they yeah. become real she like begrudgingly sort of. I think what I've seen in the trailers, just yeah. like, ugh, you know, like. Uh-huh. But that's how she treats her family too. Like, um, oh Luis, yeah, Luis uh, Guzman is yeah. uh, Gomez. I've seen some. Uh, footage. I also find it funny that there are so many romantic interests in this. Yeah, in this I, show. I like that too. That it, that it makes it, you never know which which is good and good for a first season or, or a one off. Yeah. And speaking of romantic interests, she is she's a little cutie, but mm-hmm. I will say. When she goes into dark face, sometimes her facial expressions are absolutely the best. She again nails Wednesday. It's incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, even maybe better than Christina Ricci, who Possibly, also yeah. is, in, is in the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but occasionally when she goes into to dark mode, serious mode, she looks like uh, uh, Emily's favorite Skarsgård. Oh, <gasps> but. Uh, Bill, sorry, yeah, I yeah. choked on my words. <laughs> trying to get it out. <laughs> she, she had some scars guard faces. Yeah, that's cool. That yeah. is so like true. Highly recommend uh-huh. Wednesday. It is kind of it's it's a little like lighter. I mean, teen pop elements cool. of it of the All CW right. shows, but totally good. But um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy Wednesday. Another thing that I watched this weekend that I've been forever wanting to get around to, and finally did on both of your recommendations. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, I finally watched Nope, and you probably hated it. Yep, I loved it. I'm going to no, say good, Nope good, was good. a yep. I, oh, Nope I was a yep. Thoroughly a enjoyed it. Right? Absolutely. Wasn't it good? Kiki Palmer so is amazing. She's amazing. She just was on uh, SNL a couple of days ago and yeah. announced her pregnancy and all that. And I'm so yeah. glad that she's getting. I mean, the every dad. character. She was so good uh, against Daniel. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, thank you, dude. And I liked him just being quieter yeah. and serious and kind mm-hmm. of a cowboy. They played off each other yeah. so well. I almost turned it off like at first. Um, Wait, what? Because uh, the the TV show Yellowstone starts with 
that, uh, and this is not much of a spoiler, it starts right away with a wreck where he has to say goodbye to his horse and shoot it because it was injured in a car wreck. Uh-huh. This starts off with a kind of dark scene, mm-hmm. and then there are a lot of horses in this, and I can't deal with, for some reason I'm a horse guy, I cannot deal with horses being hurt, so I was worried that was going to happen, it really doesn't, uh, but I almost couldn't watch it, but I yeah. stuck with it and absolutely loved it. My only complaint would be when it comes to, it's the same thing with signs. When it comes to mysterious UFOs, monsters, aliens, it's scarier when they're not shown very much right. than when you finally start seeing it. Or when you do, it should just be in little blasts. Yeah, well, that's the best part is they do save all of the reveal until the, like, end, the very yeah. end. You only get a, a few quick glimpses of it, too. So. Yeah. Uh, nope is a yep. we got to wrap this yeah, up, yeah, though. A few fun, other man. good things. Glad uh, you enjoyed it. Andor's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, it is It is not just a one of the best Star Wars uh, entities. It's one. Of, it's just a great, great spy uh, sci-fi thriller. Um, um, what's definitely White Lotus. White Lotus was this the next thing is going to bring up. Sunday is the finale of this season, and the second season of White Lotus has been amazing. It's incredible. There's so many twists and turns. And keep Who's in mind, there are multiple bodies. <laughs> yes, that they that oh. not. It's not spoiler. They say it right at the beginning of the first episode. Uh, anything else we're missing out that you got to be watching? Um, I don't know. Oh, oh the Mind Goblin. <laughs> Have y'all watched the Mind Goblin? The Mind Goblin. Yeah, you Mind Goblin these nuts. Oh my. <laughs> Good. Why do I still get pranked by that? I was trying to get Spencer, honestly. I've, I've sat on that one for a couple weeks. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. On 101X. What makes a good wedding? Because the one that I went to was very different from any of the weddings that I've ever been to. Simply put, the ceremony's fast. There's yeah. plenty of food and alcohol. Okay. And uh, group activity. Like what? Um, what would you call group uh, the activity? conga line? Uh, the conga line, yeah. yeah, one of those dumbass Stupid. group group dances, <laughs> the Cupid Shuffle. Oh, that kind of group. no. One of my where, you, where you go and you watch Grandma try to get it on, like on the yeah, dance floor. God. No, one of my favorite <laughs> weddings. Uh, just the at the end of the night after the the band and the DJ, um, you're at this big ranch that a, a friend's fiance's wife then's uncle had and everyone got to camp out so that was fun oh that's cool so that was just a unique different element but yeah. tell us about your experience tell us about what uh, yeah. you think makes for a good wedding one of my uh, high school friends her and her wife were getting married and so I went to Denton to to do the thing and and I was a little not not worried I used to be a wedding planner and I really haven't been to a lot of weddings since I have retired my wedding planning okay. side hustle so I will admit I am kind of snotty and snooty when it comes to weddings, but not in the way that you would think. It doesn't have to be about money. I, You know me. I'm a planner. I'm a prepper. I am a, I'm a yeah. scheduler. Uh-huh. And if there's not any of that, it's hard for me to enjoy a wedding. And, and I, I will say, if you're going to spring money or there are three entities that I say you put money towards on a wedding. Yeah. That's a wedding planner, a photographer, and a DJ slash MC. I think those are all critical elements that you don't want to worry about. As for a videographer, no one cares about video of your wedding. You can buy a camera and give that to PPAP. But a professional photographer, a wedding planner, and a uh, um, a DJ. Yeah. Now that you mention it, actually, this wedding didn't even have a videographer. I didn't even realize right. that. Nor should they. they don't, yeah. They don't need that. Um, but it was at a <laughs> winery, and the first a I'm not, winery. It was so at a just winery. White people. It, it, it is Denton. It is Denton. 
the first red flag. I, okay, red flag is harsh. The first yellow flag that I had that sparked my interest on like, oh, this is going to be completely different to any wedding that I've ever done. I was in the wedding party and there was no um, uh, rehearsal dinner hmm. at all. Have you have you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Where it's essentially you just you, you go and you eat the, the day before and you, you rehearse eat, you know, the wedding. Yeah, yeah I've I've noticed that that's actually been more of a thing in recent weddings. Um, really? Growing up, there were rehearsal dinners where you would meet with the the preacher and the wedding, and you would do the walkthrough and do yes, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I've noticed is that's completely disappeared. The rehearsal dinner is just you eat, you hang out, you meet the other people in the wedding party, and maybe there's speeches. That's what I've noticed. Yeah, has uh, it's become because I think it's the the meetings are more because I've also married someone. There was no rehearsal dinner. It was just a get together, and then the actual rehearsal stuff was just between you. And like like I said, the, the bridal the, party or the, the, bri- the well, not yeah. even the parties, just the just the couple and like the wedding planner of like here's the time schedule. What are you gonna say? What are you like? Yeah, yeah. And there was none of that. It was okay. it was very like okay, we're gonna figure out how to get in the line. Okay, and just go and walk and stand on the side and do the thing. And um, that was really concerning to me just because I know there's little things we have to think about. Whenever the bride is holding their flowers, you need to make sure that the maid of honor grabs the flowers from them so they can hold each other's who hands. Who fixes and her dress if it gets stuck? Exactly. Who yeah. fixes her dress if it gets stuck? Yeah, like things humans. like that. <laughs> um, so that was the first thing that kind of concerned me. The second one. They didn't have a DJ or anybody working sound. <laughs> I've been to so many weddings where I've become just the speakers. I've become the guy that by default has to work the sound. Yeah, yeah. And I was too busy helping with the wedding party, being that I was one of them, that I oh gosh, you have no idea how hard it was for me to not get up there and be like, All right, let me do all this. Okay, you're gonna go here, you're gonna go here. Oh, and yeah. then I had to I had to stop, I had to calm down. I don't do it unless take I'm a asked. And yes, I will and it was say like I this have... is not my wedding. <laughs> uh, I have regularly been asked. That's why I say hiring a DJ or DJ slash MC is what I say because DJ with the music, with knowing how to do the proper flow, right. very important. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, someone that can hook up and run your audio properly. That yeah. is a big, huge thing. Um, the other thing that was confusing is it was at a winery. We had a little spot outside and it was so cold. Oh my God. It was so cold. Uh, but then for dinner, there was this beautiful little indoor section but you had to walk through the main area of the winery where, where the tasting room where was. Where regular people were? Yes. And oh. there were just regular people. So I walked no in. No plebs. I had no wow. idea. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they had this many friends. Like, I've right. never seen any of these people in my life or family. Wait, and they ended up just sandals. being random not... people at yeah. the wedding. Or, like, at their wedding, which right. I thought was so strange. But all in all, honestly. It was just weird because they were same-sex wedding in Texas. Oh, yeah. You can't do that uh-huh. No, you can't do that there. Um, but I, I will say, after I got into the ceremony, after there was a lot of hiccups with the sound and trying to figure out when we were going to walk, and we actually had to walk through the grass, and that was weird and awkward at one mm, point, whatever. It's making me uncomfortable for some reason. Yeah, see, it was it was all putting me on edge, but then I stood there, and they did their vows, and they were very sweet and tender, and like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, this, this was the, is what this it's they supposed to be about. They love each yeah, other. this is the thing that matters. I'm yeah. sorry that I'm a cold, heartless, materialistic girl Man. that just, you know, used to plan weddings to make no, money on the that's side. that's because you do care and want all the yeah. other Yeah, and I just wanted to be perfect, to but I, I had to realize that it was it was perfect just for them. The, um, and the best part, 
and the thing that actually did make this wedding completely perfect for me is the the ladies that were pouring our wine. So I guess the bride the brides bought like a couple of cases of wine. Hell yeah. And when they first started off, they were pouring normal glasses of wine. And then they started to realize that not a lot of people at the wedding were drinking. And that they had like six cases of wine to go through. So they started filling those glasses. I'm not even kidding. Almost all the way full. Yes. And then we would drink it. They'd walk around holding the bottles going, who wants some more wine? So that was the best part. And that really taught me that uh, weddings that aren't really planned too well, if if you get drunk, they're still so fun. Did you know? Matt Bearden, why don't you tell the humans what Did You Know is all about? Well, you go, you search the internet. You spend hours hours and hours and hours searching the internet for porn, and then when you're done, you take two seconds, you find five fast facts off the internet, and we read them out. Yeah, very, exactly. And did you know all the sweaters that Fred Rogers wore on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood they were knitted by his mom. Isn't that a sweet, cute um, fast fact? I wish yeah. you had said that they were they were knitted by the children he had trapped in the basement. <laughs> oh, well, no. his mom knitted them out of the children's uh, stomach sinew and oh, skin and hair fiber. All better. So yeah, all better. Uh, did you know oh. Japan is the only country left in the world with a monarch instead of king or queen? Look at that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, another country very close to us starts doing that soon. Hmm. I wonder which one suddenly becomes (laughs) fascinated with uh, right-wing populism and theocracy and and, uh, a single leader. Well, I will say, at least, you know, we we threw off the yoke of the king. Uh, um, We didn't want our presidents to become kings. George Washington said himself. He didn't want to run for re-election and, and take the title of king when it was given to him. Oh. So I couldn't happen here. Emperor, though? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did you know? Wow. In the U.S. Virgin Islands, <laughs> where Spencer lives. Yes, yeah, where you live, yeah. Spencer. Oh, hey. if only What's you it knew. like to be the emperor of Virgin <laughs> Island? It's yeah. awesome. I got all these virgins here with me. Oh, oh good. Just st- a bunch of other dudes that are angry on the internet. <laughs> oh. Cool. No, they're, all, they're always out of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. All that. Did you know, Spencer? Are we just done at this point? I mean, it was kind of fun dunking. We gotta have facts. Uh, It's the only. uh, Did you know, Virgin Islands is the only United States territory where you drive on the left side of the road. Why? Because they're conditioning us to get ready for a monarchy, for an emperor. Yeah, yeah, for an emperor, where everyone will drive on the left side of the road. That's where most Americans go vacationing is the Virgin Islands. Yeah, yeah. So they can laugh at dudes like you. Oh yeah, get a vacation from all the sex they've been having. Look, dude, I'm the emperor. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. Those guys will vote for someone like that, and they seem to like it. When you don't get laid, you get angry, and everything's everyone else's fault. Did you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, I all, shouldn't be talking crap. I'm, I'm literally in a long-term relationship, <laughs> and so is Matt, and we're not getting... You know, can we move That's to your island, Spencer? Absolutely. Can we be on your cabinet? Uh, you guys be born again. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you. I should probably try to get a passport, which is way different than an passport, and I have <laughs> We do not have that at all. If you're going to cheat, don't S where you eat. Well, 
Welcome to People Behaving Badly. Time to render a verdict as to who that is. And again, uh, cheating, man. It's a thing and often happens with coworkers, people you're close to, you spend the most time with. Oh, yeah. Uh, you and I have uh, permission from my fiance to kiss. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's why we do it. But other things might become a little too involved, a little too much. And there's a saying, not just for cheating on a spouse, but in general, don't stip. Don't stick. I was about to really yeah. uh, say with the metaphors. Don't dip your pen in the company ink. Correct. Because that gooey mess is going to stink. Uh, and even if you're not coupled up with someone, it's just a lot of times it can become really awkward. It's a nightmare. Especially if you're working closely, like on projects and stuff, with said person that you're no longer, you know. Poking around, it is with. always and every time uh, been something that did not work out for very bad for me. I've never done it here at work. Mm, no. I've had some. Mm, never mind. Some ex coworkers. I maybe. will. I will say uh, in the restaurant days it was rampant, but you you kind of saw that mode. You got to work and get to it, but it can become awkward, um, especially if the relationship, which is maybe just hooking up, turns into feelings. Or, right. Again, like you said, if you're seeing each other all the time, well, two people that do see each other all the time. Uh, Two allegedly Good Morning America hosts have been having an affair. Co-hosts TJ Holmes and Amy Robach allegedly been having an affair since March. Uh, They are both married, and Britain's Daily Mail had uh, pictures of them being intimate in various locations. That's the other thing, man. you got to be sneaky with this. Especially if you're so, a, like, a somewhat of a celebrity. You know what I mean? I know! What the hell? People uh, are used to seeing your face. How, how are they not going to spot you out there somewhere? It's impossible Jesus. to do. Um, Roback, by the way, deactivated her Instagram account yesterday. And now let's hear a little bit of audio of these two on air together and feel the chemistry. Mm, yeah, ah, Spencer. Oh, CJ. Ah. Oh, stop. We got to stop that audio. That was actually us uh, live when we turned the mics off. No. Yeah. Here uh, are the Good Morning America you were, you were recording that. You recorded us earlier? I don't know what happened there. This is the time in the show where we usually bring you something fun and interesting. TJ, hi. That's one of your favorites, right? What? Yes, I... I hi. Uh, <laughs> great. I'm going to be out next week, so keep watching. Um, uh, <laughs> He's hungry. He's hungry. <laughs> They're all big ones at this point. They're all big ones. They're you know how I think point. I feel about big ones. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be checking in from an undisclosed location <laughs> next week. <laughs> Cheating is never good, and clearly these two have quite uh, the relationship together, as the Daily Mail is reporting. And now, spicy to render today's person behaving badly. It's you, media. It is you. It's none of your business. Yeah. Don't don't make these people's personal lives public. Don't put them in that trouble with their spouses. You snitch. Now, again, maybe it's newsworthy. It's big gossip. A lot of people care yeah. and want to talk about it, but Come it's kind on, of a man. D-move. You know how much we love gossip. Yeah, but- Now, it, do I think they should have been taken off the show or whatever for now? I don't know about handle that. Handle it internally at work. It's, yeah. it's a troublesome thing, but man, to make this public, to make it huge, uh, is just by it. And now they're going to have some <laughs> apology. They're going to fail. And right before Christmas, too. Oh, man. You gotta that's the, family. the best. Oh. You got to go home and sit with your actual spouse and be like, yeah, the, sorry. The, the father. Father-in-law that always hated you, anyways. Yeah. That now is is proved I knew it. it. All the friends that are like, I told you they were a piece of crap. I knew you should have broke no up with them. Yeah. Anyhow, if we just uh, <laughs> went by the law of, of nature, the law of the United States, put by our forefathers in the Constitution, which clearly states in Section Seven, Paragraph One Point Two Three, eating ain't cheating. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that has more to do with your diet days. Cheat days are okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant by that. But yeah. there you go. Today's person behaving badly. Daily Mail and the media for breaking the case on these two butt-touching cheaters. It literally says Daily Mail reports butt-touching. Oh, my God. Are I they know, butt-touchers? Yeah, I know. We do that. Uh, yeah, but it's not a big deal. The mics are off. Come on, baby. Take that top off. <laughs> Come sorry. on, man. Oh, Come on. Look at you in that. Come over here, you big guy. Tight black soft target shirt rubbing <laughs> against my tight black soft target shirt. Okay. Oh, now oh, I love your cargo shorts. Take those off. Oh, look at those sandals, Daddy. ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. The future of your car's butt is here. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Weird or Wired with Matt Bearden, and we're all about booty cars. Uh, have you guys heard of a company called Magna? Or are you familiar with something called Breakthrough Lighting? I just learned about it today. No, no, no. Yeah, so I'm not going to shame you if you haven't heard of it. I didn't know about it at all. But... So you know how like all cars now have like super molded body panels and all that, but the one hard thing is you got to fit in places for your taillights, yeah. lights, stuff like that. Um, what if the back of your car could be molded to look really beautiful, but you didn't have to put lights in it anywhere? Okay. Got your attention a, a little, little bit. bit. A little. What if the lights could be performative and practical, but also decorative? Mm, cool. Well, it sounds sure. like something I can't afford. So the, well, yeah. in the beginning, yeah, yeah. I don't think any of us are going to afford it except if you have fancier cars. The stuff looks awesome. It's called breakthrough lighting. And imagine a laser shooting a billion tiny microscopic holes in the paneling, the plastic paneling on the backside of your car. I say the backside because they're not able to produce high enough light output yet to put this as a, he- as a headlight on the front of your car. But... All across the back of the car, when you look at it, it just looks like a molded panel. But the light, high-intensity light, is able to shine through those tiny microscopic holes, even though you can't even see the holes, cool. right? That's futuristic. It's not only futuristic, but it could be really practical. You've probably seen on like cars like Audis, things that are super expensive, where if you're going to make a left-hand turn, the blinker goes from the center <laughs> out to the outside, right? Really yeah. fancy. But that has to be done with lots of lights. This kind of panel is cheaper to produce, and it can do something decorative, like show, hey, I'm getting ready to turn right. It can also be programmed to do things like flicker a little bit if you're stepping on your brakes harder than if you're just braking slowly. Oh, that's that's great. If you're braking slowly, it could glow red as opposed to light up red. Where you need to know, like, hit it hard so you don't rear end someone. But it's also communicating to people, right? Yes, Um, yes, It can have decorative things. It's also, it doesn't have to just be whatever color... The lenses on the light. Right now, usually it's red, it's yellow, or it's white, right? But you could have green lights. You could have uh, Yeah, green brakes sounds like a good idea. Well, green brakes doesn't, but you know, sometimes when you're in traffic, if my taillights are switching between green and red, I know if that person in front of me is starting to move, if they've taken their foot off of, you know, they're starting. And as we get into the future with more and more of these self-driving, fully autonomous cars, that can communicate to other cars behind it. It could be a tone of red that lets the car behind you know, I'm about to accelerate, which means that your car sees that and knows to accelerate as well. Right now, when you're going through, a, a, a light turns green. Right. The car in front of you, at the very front, starts to go. It takes a full second for the next car to react, and then they start to go. The next person takes two seconds, and it 
But if all the cars could move it the exact same way, you could put a huge line of ants right through yeah, there. Yeah, I like that. You like it, don't what, you? Like what it. happens, I like the though, efficiency. If a mower kicks up a rock and knocks it out, are you going to get it fixed, or are you just going to well, sit there with jumping, the lens? You're kind of jumping my Spencer. story about where this gets to be. Uh, Expensive. Yeah. Let me say the one last thing is that you could put these on the front of cars, not as headlights, but one of the things they're thinking about is right now, if you walk up to a light and you're ready to walk because you see the walk sign, but you see a self-driving car there and the person isn't paying attention, you're not sure if you can walk out. But if the front of a car were to show you, say, like a blue light that glowed and you knew, oh, blue light means the car is aware that I am a pedestrian in front of it and it's not going to run me over, uh, it's a great communication, okay. right? Or a great trick to, no, run, to run me over. Oh, yeah. uh, but you hit on what I was thinking about. The whole time I read about this, I was like... This is for rich people. Yeah. This is what this is for. This because is, you because could go and change a bulb at AutoZone for 15 bucks max, or even the lens, and now in the newer vehicles, the entire structure and substructure... I don't even you, fix them. You my, can't even get to it sometimes because it's encased in the metal. Dude, the, the headlights on my car look like Marty Feldman's eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're so off, and uh, I, there's no way I would ever fix this. And now I'm like, all I can think about is like, wait a minute. So if a rock hits the back of my car, now I it's goal. a $5,000 yeah, fix? Yeah. So I don't... I want to really call this wired. I think the potential's there, but right now, until they can bring the cost down, it's a weird... Spencer, dude, I've uh, I've started a habit that has become now public, and it's it's uh, embarrassing. It's gross. Is that what we call the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, very very true. Good. Oh no, what's this habit? Good, good burn. Well, you know, I've I've done some things, um, either like saying stuff like salmon. Or, you know, words that are purposely wrong. Yeah, yeah, And then it's become a habit because I do it so much. Oh, right. You forget that you're sort of doing it to be silly. Yeah. Uh, Another one is I'll cough. I'll go, (coughs) and I'll go, hmm. Yeah, I notice that one a lot. After I cough. (laughs) I did that to annoy a friend, and now it's just become something I always do. I actually, uh, I used to do that a lot where whenever, anytime I burp, I would say the word burp as I'm burping. (laughs) Or say belch. And for, like, years, I would still do it when no one's around or, like, around new people. You know, it's just like, oh, crap, I forgot that I was doing this just to make a few people laugh, and now it's... (laughs) So a bit has become a tick, and my latest tick, which isn't even a bit, but... uh, at home while doing projects, while working on stuff, I usually wear like a dirty shirt. And so I've been outside or inside and I've had a very runny nose recently. So I will wipe my nose on my shirt, either the sleeve, the inside, the bottom. But I've noticed I've started doing that in public. I've started doing it with clean shirts. I've started wiping my runny nose on my stuff, which is what kids do with their sleeve. They wipe it. It's gross. And then I have sticky goo all over my shirt. That's why you're supposed to get a little handkerchief. That's just the one cloth you're allowed with all the... See, I didn't do that because I always thought that was nasty putting that in your pocket and touching it. it. It's still really, really gross. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at least it's not all over your other clothes, you know? Yeah. yeah. And on top Just of that. Just take bathroom breaks and go blow your nose. I see I have a napkin well, now. You've been great I, almost, today. I almost started doing that at work, but then it also ruins my clothing system where I'll wear the same shirt. Well, you uh, wear dark clothing too, so that snot's going to show up looking even more. A lot like. Something else. Especially when I'm in the club and the black light's on. They're yeah. going to be like, ew, what is that on your neck and what's, shoulder and sleeve? What's this freak doing? Little drops of everywhere. But it's it's disgusting and I'm embarrassed and I hope I can break it by Friday when we're going to be live in public. Yeah, we don't need you. Because it's become subconscious.
Just I don't need to be covered in sticky goo. Correct. Um, yeah, you know what? If, uh, if, if I see paid. something, I'll say something. See I'll, so- I'll try okay. to give you a little signal. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. That'll make me feel better. <laughs> having it called out. Just me there with my finger under my nose like a mustache. Like, like hey, hey, you got boogies. <laughs> it's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewda Austin. 101X. 101X.